It's Friday, January 27th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Nearly a dozen operatives with the Islamic State group in Somalia were killed in a U.S. military assault operation, including a senior militant who the U.S. had intended to capture but instead killed, U.S. officials said. The raid, which took place in a mountainous cave complex in northern Somalia late Wednesday, killed Bilal al-Sudani, a key operative and facilitator of ISIS's global network who has been under U.S. sanctions. Ten other operatives were also killed. The operation resulted in no U.S. or civilian casualties, officials said, adding that the only injury suffered by an American service member was a dog bite from a U.S. military canine. Officials declined to offer details about the number of U.S. service members involved in the raid. Al-Sudani was responsible for fostering the growing presence of ISIS in Africa and for funding the group's operations worldwide, including in Afghanistan, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said Thursday. In other news, advisors to the Food and Drug Administration welcomed the idea of annual updated COVID-19 vaccines, but said scientists should conduct more studies to determine the specifics of the plan. The 21 advisors also voted unanimously on Wednesday that people getting the vaccine for the first time should get an updated version that targets both the original strain and the Omicron variant, rather than earliest formulations that targeted only the original strain. The FDA earlier this week proposed the U.S. simplify its COVID-19 recommendations by asking most people to get one annual shot updated to target the latest variants, similar to the process used for flu shots. The doctors and scientists who make up the Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee questioned the specifics of how the plan should roll out. They discussed whether annual shots would be sufficient, when would be the right time to select strains for vaccines to target, and whether enough scientific evidence exists to guide how often children and immunocompromised people should get shots. Around the world, Egypt on Thursday unveiled dozens of new archaeological discoveries, including two ancient tombs, at a pharaonic necropolis just outside of the capital Cairo. The artifacts were found beneath an ancient stone enclosure near the Saqqara pyramids and date back to the 5th and 6th dynasties of the Old Kingdom, spanning from roughly 2500 BC to 2100 BC, the excavation team said. One of the uncovered tombs belonged to a priest from the 5th dynasty known as Kanumjadeth, while the other tomb belonged to an official named Mary, a palace official who held the title of the Keeper of the Secrets, the team said. Egypt's most renowned archaeologist and director of the excavation, Zahi Hawass, personally unveiled the new discoveries from the stone enclosure known as Gazir al-Mudir. Back in the U.S., The latest fight over raising the federal debt limit has renewed a debate over whether the government should pay some bills and delay others if the White House and Congress fail to raise the cap before it is breached. Some Republicans say the Treasury Department can and should give priority to paying holders of U.S. government securities to prevent default on the debt and to minimize any harm to the financial system. Department officials in the past have found that it would be possible to service public debt without paying other bills, but Treasury secretaries of both parties have warned against it, saying doing so could disrupt global financial markets. And 
Hasbro Incorporated on Thursday said it would eliminate 15% of its global workforce this year in the latest indication that economic uncertainty is spreading to sectors beyond technology and media. The toy and entertainment company said the reduction, which will compromise around 1,000 positions, will start to take effect within the next few weeks. Hasbro has issued preliminary results for the fourth quarter showing that revenue declined 17% to $1.68 billion from a year earlier and that adjusted earnings ranged between $1.29 a share to $1.31 a share. Eric Nyman, president and chief operating officer, will depart from the company as part of the changes. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.